What's going on, everybody? This is Heath here. I know it's been a while since you heard us from last season. It's been actually about a year and a half, I think, since the last episode came out. And there's a reason for that. For those of you that know Dr. Lloyd like we know him, he's a very busy man and he is hard to get a hold of. So we've decided to kind of move forward and change the format a little bit with our podcast. We've acquired a co-host in the form of Josie Hodges, our chief operating officer here at Cedar Recovery, which also brings us to the other news that I have taken employment as well with Cedar and our, what would you call yourself? Our editor, Sterling, has also taken employment as the marketing director at Cedar Recovery, which is an MAT facility located in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Um, with the help of Dr. Lloyd, who is our medical director here, which is part of the reason why he cannot do this podcast anymore, because his time is very valuable. He is tied up with just about as many things as he can be tied up with on top of reading about 55 books at a time. So give you a little insight into that. But, you know, even with the new co-host, we're still going to have Doc on as many times as we can. We're going to have some interesting guests on as well. We've got our um, our first guest lined up. I'll just give you a little bit of a teaser. Um he has a direct correlation to Benny Hinn. Don't know if that helps. Hopefully that brings you on. I'm excited about this upcoming season, guys. I really am. We got a new format, more sodes, and best of all, new intro music. Welcome to the 70 Times 7 podcast. I'm joined today by my co-host, Josie Hodges, and today we'll be talking about Josie Hodges. Okay, sounds great. Here we go. We're starting right out of the gate. All right, first question. This, by the way, this is 20 questions with our new host, Josie Hodges. Josie, a little something for the fans? Hi. Weak. <laughs> okay, number one, where are you from, Josie? I grew up in Texas. My time was split between Dallas and Houston, but I was actually born in Grand Junction, Colorado. Grand Junction. It's a fantastic place. I actually really like Texas. Spent some time there as well. Uh, to quote Davy Crockett, y'all can go to hell. I'm going to Texas. Um, number two, question number two for you. What's your favorite food, Josie? Mexican food, chips and salsa all day, every day. You would take that as any other meal? You would eat chips and salsa rather than a I meal? absolutely would. But they're not all created equal. Like there's a quality control of specific chips and specific salsa. Okay. Like little shameless plug for the Nashville folks. Give me your best restaurant salsa in Nashville. Ooh, well, you're going to have to go Tex-Mex for sure. Current favorite is probably Superica. Mm, can't yeah. go wrong with yeah. Superica. Mm, very good mole. Apparently, that's chocolate for those of you that don't know. The chef is from Texas. Of course he is. <clears throat> Again, y'all can go to hell. I'm going to Texas. <laughs> Number three, <laughs> least favorite food. Ooh, seafood. I don't, I don't like... It's the worst. I don't like food... The scales. That, 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 that you can taste like it smells... Food that that tastes like no no I got you, smells, you yeah no I, yeah absolutely I got you it's a it's a little troublesome it's not very good and I, I'm not a big texture guy I don't really like texture and the texture of seafood is just disgusting I people shrimp it, it, people say they love it they love the lobster love the crab I can't do it it's awful worst texture of all time number four what's your favorite leisure activity currently we're gonna get into some other questions off of that um, maybe napping. Um, 
casual dance parties by myself. Okay, all right, that's a little better. I know that was a little extreme, Na- like one napping <laughs> or casual dance I parties. Like that's like a COVID nineteen answer is to For take sure. naps. But yeah. um, I'm not really quarantined since I'm still working, and so honestly, leisure activity. Probably napping. Party of one. Okay. What was your favorite leisure activity when you were in high school? Um, Hanging with friends. Um, Probably, honestly, just hanging around because we weren't really allowed to do a lot of other stuff. So probably, honestly, more dance parties. Got to be more dance parties. what else can you do with your buds? That's a good one. (laughs) What? I mean, you know. I mean, I guess that's an open-ended question. Okay. Number five, 13 squared. 13 squared. 47. Uh, the answer is 169 uh, for those of you listening. At home. I didn't know this job was going to require math. Mm, it does. It does sporadically. That will not be the last math question you have. So <laughs> just a heads up. Okay. I'm going to need a tutor. All right. Uh, what's your favorite music to listen to that you're embarrassed that you listen to it? Okay. So this is this is a true statement. I'm I'm pretty open about like owning whatever I choose to listen to, even mm-hmm. if it seems a little bit embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But I would have to say, even though we live in Nashville, I'm sorry, Nashville country music songs that sneak in every once in a while, you know, that just tug at those heartstrings or something and you just want to belt it out. Yeah, there's a couple of those that I would probably be a little bit embarrassed by. I might, mine is show tunes. I, at least yours is I'm country music. But you're, yeah, but yours is country music. That's not embarrassing. It's country music. A lot of if people like country. Tunes, come on, I'm going to start doing yeah, like but a can-can. Or... You got to think, the people who like country is a lot bigger than the people who like show tunes. Well, I mean, is that true, though? I don't know. Speak they, up if you're a show tunes person. Are they closeted fans of show tunes? Maybe. Maybe they're all like me and just a little bit scared to death to come out about it. I yeah. love Wicked. Shamelessly. I love Wicked. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic soundtrack. Sound. Unbelievable. Greatest Showman. Adina Menzel. Greatest Showman. Come oh on. Oh, my gosh. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Hugh, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> all right. Uh, do you like snakes? No. Me either. They, oh, my God. The worst. They give me Absolute like, worst. a nauseous feeling in my, in my I, stomach. I can't stand them. I mean, grow legs. Uh, what's the capital of Maine? Um, I don't actually know. Ooh. That's not true. What yes, is it is true. <laughs> <laughs> no, Stunty. I do know the capital of Maine. Okay. I'm going to have to sing the song. Go ahead. Wait. Does it start with an A? It does start with an A. You play Hangman? Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm just have to guess another letter. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine a Hangman bro, right heard, behind I've us. We don't have this one. Game, this yep. game works. Okay, so. Oh, oh, man, it's probably out of touch, huh? Oh, gosh. I didn't even think about it. Is there an R? No. So you don't even know. You didn't no, think I do, about no, I know that. it is. I, well, I don't know how to spell. <laughs> I don't know the capital. Well, I don't think I just this don't game know how to is going to go very well for either. Yeah, no. No, it doesn't have an R. So you have... I mean, what should we change the name of the game? I mean, I feel like Hangman's insensitive. I mean, think about what you're doing there. Yeah, I feel like it's... You know what I mean? Well, if it's not, it's going to be. I mean, if it's not, it's on its way. It's I just, I've violent. made it that. I mean, hopefully. I don't know. These are tough questions. It's Augusta. Oh my gosh, it's Augusta. You know what? I knew that, and for some reason, I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. You, well, I mean, people forget Maine a lot. What about Vermont? That's just this isn't even a question. Now I'm just quizzing you. Um, oh my gosh, I used to be so good at this. I game. know. Yeah, I'm gonna. If and you don't just, use it, you lose the, it. Just the pressure alone is just overwhelming. <laughs> Ask me one that you know. I know all of them. I just can't tell you what they are. <laughs> Oh, I'm really just keeping it a secret. Okay. It's Montpelier. Um, oh, that was a good one. I remember that one. Where did you work before Cedar? So I worked in healthcare still, um, but worked um, for a chiropractor. 
Ah. Still in Nashville. And then before that, I was in the creative arts world and did artistic things like design and painting. Which so, she does a little bit now with us. Not the I painting part, do. not so much. We've had she she had a real problem with painting on the walls. We had to tell her to stop doing that. <laughs> uh, but no, she she definitely she's designed and laid out a lot of our facilities. You laid out our office that we're currently in. Fantastic. She's got a very good eye for it. Good feng shui. Yeah. If I don't feed my creativity, yeah. um, she gets angry. Yes. As and as she should, she needs to be fed. Yes. For those of you that don't know what Cedar Recovery is, hopefully you've checked us out at this point. We are a medically assisted treatment facility. It is a very rewarding line of work, but to the common person or to your everyday human being, it's very difficult. And we do come come across a lot of challenges. So with that being said, Josie, somebody who is not in this realm, who is in a, who is in the healthcare realm and in the field of, you know, was at a chiropractor's office, much more stable. You know, much more predictable than that. And then you come into this environment where things are kind of crazy. You know, we have a little bit as far as regulation goes. We're a little bit on the frontier of this as far as America and the state of Tennessee in, in general. So what, what brings you to Cedar? Like what, what, what made you switch from the stability of a chiropractor to this place? Yeah, I think that's an interesting, an interesting thought because, um, you know, it's definitely a whole different world for sure. Um, and hadn't really, hadn't really thought about it too much when I made the switch, um, just kind of get, got into it as another opportunity to work in the healthcare field. And then when you kind of get over here and you get your feet wet a little bit, you're like, oh my goodness, this is not the same at all. Um, it's, it's a completely different, um, environment in all the best ways, you know, the, the, the hard parts are really hard, but the rewards are, are just thousand times bigger and better of course um working with patients that are coming through recovery and all that process so it's um it's definitely an eye-opening experience (laughs) um but probably one of the most rewarding um that i've ever ever had in my life i have to second that yeah completely and i mean the thing is is that you find that out so quick yes it's not it's not something that you have to work here for an extreme amount of time to figure that out if you're here for a month you will see a life change. That's right. At least one. And I mean, that's just, how can you beat that? Yeah. You know, like all those things I mentioned, all the negatives before, they're all still there with what we do. No doubt. I'm not going to deny it. You got to look that, you got to look that ugly truth in the face and you got to confront it. But the most rewarding part of the job is that we change lives every single day. Oh my goodness. My favorite, my favorite part is, you know, when patients come in, um, you know, they, a lot of them are just getting into recovery for the first time. And so when they're coming in, um, they're, they're in, in not a good places personally, you know, some of them are, are dope sick and right. they're going through withdrawals and you can't even, they can barely stand up and function. Um, and once they kind of start going through our, our program and then a month later and two months later and three months later, you see them in the hallway and you're like, that person looks vaguely familiar. And then you realize it occurs to you who it is, yep. but they're starting to come back into their bodies and into their lives and Incredible. there's light coming into their yep. eyes yep. and they're starting to like be awake yep. and be um, present yep. and starting to do the work of their recovery. And it's so, so cool to see. It's awesome. Oh my gosh. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, admittingly, some of the people that walk in, you're a little bit standoffish towards when they walk in the door just because of how they come to Cedar and within a week, I mean, you love them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's almost like an extension of family. I know that's crazy, but that is that is what we do here. It's what, what we feel here. I'm coming up on a year working here, and it it took me a week to feel it, yeah. or less. I mean, you feel it from everybody there. And I, when people wonder why you choose or why someone would choose this field, it's so easy. 
to, for, to me. Like I, I understand like yeah, all that scary stuff is out there. This is a no brainer, guys. Yeah. This is a no brainer. If you're somebody who enjoys working and enjoys changing lives of other people and, and really enjoys getting outside of yourself to help others, no better place. That's all right. No more rewarding spot. That is so true. All right, building off that just a little bit, why don't you explain what you do here at Cedar? Okay, so my job at Cedar is director of operations. So essentially that means that I oversee the everyday function of the company. Um, so that, that ranges from you know onboarding new hires to doctor schedules to managing all of the teams at all of our facilities, policies and procedures, yada, yada. A lot of yada, fun yada. stuff. A lot of yada. All that yada in there is just basically all the other hats that she wears. And I epic Christmas parties as well. Very good Christmas parties. Great Christmas parties. Okay. Completely off topic. Top five on MySpace. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. You know, that, just, that dates I'm, you. I, I realized that. She, folks, she does not look her age. Let's just say that. And also, I'm just want to clarify that I'm probably not old based on the fact that you not know, old I'm not old but also I don't look my not old age correct yes I just that, to clarify that was people can't say and that. that was perfect English if you couldn't follow that then I don't if what was also that my grammar is excellent oh yes very very goodly at the grammar okay if you could spend one full day with anyone in history who would it be what would you do you know, I don't like to be boxed into these kinds of questions because there are just too many people that I would want to hang out with. Okay. But you got to pick one. I know. You're boxed. I'm boxing. I know, you. I know you're boxing me in. So, I mean, honestly, and I feel like this is what a lot of people say, but I just really love Oprah. <laughs> stuck with it, huh? I mean, I mean, we've <laughs> talked, with, we have talked about people, this before. She's still alive. I don't she's, care. So, it's possible. That's what like, I'm this saying. This is a huge, like, it's a big hypothetical. There is still a chance. There is a chance that Oprah and I are no disrespect be best to, friends. No disrespect to Oprah. No disrespect to Oprah. She's fantastic. I love your book club. No disrespect. She's a boss. I, I just, there's a lot of people in history. I mean, so many. I there's feel, I feel so judged many. by you. Yeah, you're getting judged. Yeah. Well, just, just, there's a lot of names, a lot of really big ones. I mean, Napoleon. Why not? I found out the I other day, he, apparently he wasn't even short. I, so I, yeah. who? real life he was five five i mean that's not tall but for the time that's not short that's true yeah i mean that's that's not super tall for men but that still. was that was average height okay back in 1700s for old napoleon bonaparte hey, bonaparte is that your choice is that who you would want to talk to no but i'm just saying you could pick anybody but you'd want to you'd, you'd go with oprah well a living person there's a better chance of getting to talk to her fine i'll just, I'll, I'll give up <laughs> I'll give up, I guess. I'll give up. Don't oh rain on my parade. All right. Don't rain on my um, Oprah parade. What do you get when you cross an elephant and a rhino? Elephino? Nailed it. <laughs> See, these are these are the reasons you keep me around. Uh, I can't do math. But, but that's the reason. I'm good at jokes. All right. What's your favorite part about working at Cedar? Um, honestly, our culture. I mean, just you and I sitting right here right now. That's kind of who we are. Yep. Um overall we work really hard but we have a good time doing it and and our entire team um we all feel the same way about our patients and how we approach them and we all have big hearts and care deeply um but we have a good time too so we're, gotta agree yeah the we're the luckiest yeah the, the culture is fantastic yeah. i mean it's it started from the ground level i mean that's how you 
build culture. It starts from the first person that works here and then it's just, it's grown very well. And I mean, looking very forward to moving into expansion and, and spreading this kind of culture and hoping to, I mean, for lack of a better word, change it into a movement because, right. you know, I, I personally believe that MAT needs to be run this way. I don't think it needs to be run any other way. We have success doing it. I think others could have success doing it if we just adopted this model. We'll see. More. Hopefully we can make it work. All right. Mac or PC? Mac. Did have you catch that? I said Mac. Have to be. If you're a PC person, I am judging you. <laughs> I've already been and judged if you have by to you today. If you have to use a PC because of work, it's okay. I'm still judging you as well. If you need to do some spreadsheets. Excel works on a Mac. It sure does. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Mm, Coke or Pepsi? Neither, but I know I have to choose, so I'm going to say Coke. Neither. Her third option would be some kind of flavored or carbonated water. That Sorry. is correct. Yes. I did grow up on Dr. Pepper, so I would say Coke. Ooh, the 23 flavors. Mm-hmm. Steak or chicken? Um, can I say both? Yes, absolutely can. So you're going Chipotle. Shameless plug again. Favorite place to eat ever. What are you getting? You going steak? You going chicken? Barbacoa. I knew. I, I literally was about to say you can't say barbacoa. I knew you were going to say barbacoa because it was That's just not an beef. option. I know, but it's isn't it face beef? It's brisket. I thought barbacoa was face meat. No. Oh, I've been telling people barbacoa is face meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, whoops. Sorry out there for any of my friends lies. that listen to this. If I've told you it's face meat, I'm obviously... You're out there spreading lies. Apparently. That's a, that's a okay. Texas... Like, shredded beef is a... Te- brisket is a Texas thing. No, I, yeah, for sure. I, so, I'm not denying that, but I thought... In my heart, gotta have... The, but the Google that. You've got a computer right there. We'll wait. This makes for terrible radio. <laughs> Please stand by. Talk amongst Hold yourselves. Hold on. You can... If you listen closely, you can hear the clicking of her keyboard. What part of the is brisket it's like no best. what is barbacoa Thick. just why it's, not brisket is what barbacoa is but you're def- but see now you're defining what i'm trying okay. to define okay. what is barbacoa okay. more specific barbacoa is a form of cooking meat that originated in the arawak speaking caribbean with the Taino people, I'm going to just butcher yeah just try not to hurt anybody's feelings yeah, here I'm, i apologize in advance for if you are an um, Jabberwocky or a so Tanaka. it generally refers to meats or whole sheep or whole goats slowly cooked over an open fire or more traditionally in a hole dug in the ground covered with agave leaves. So it has nothing to do with face meat. So it's not the kind of meat that it is. It's the way it's prepared. <laughs> wow. These are the things I teach you. Here. Oh my gosh. I am so sorry. I, I apologize to everybody. Now. It's very blown. All right, moving on. Who's the 26th president? Roosevelt. Which one? Teddy. Fine. You look that up. Should the tomato be a fruit? Hot topic. No. No, absolutely not. If you would have said yes, I would have argued with you. Well, obviously. I was thinking about it at first. Like, you be. don't eat it like a fruit. Well, some people do. <laughs> but they shouldn't. There's a special place for those folks. I mean, if like if I'm if I'm like let's say I'm in a park I'm at a park and I just go sit on a bench and the guy next to me is eating a tomato, I'm probably getting up and leaving. It's a little weird so to me. Judge, just, well, so you're judging him too? No. Now, see, I just know that from all the all the crime docs and all that stuff that's out there nowadays, you know, serial killers have some odd social behaviors. So just seeing a guy just sitting there just munching on a mater, it's a little odd. My so gran- my saying, grandfather does that, and I'm be so honest with mine. you. Well, I mean, <laughs> with a salt shaker. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then just crushes a tomato. I mean, it's just it's peculiar behavior. That's all I'm saying. It's just weird. So we should be Nobody able to look out for people that eat tomatoes and assume that they if are. If you're a hand fruit killers. tomato guy, I'm questioning what's going on. Okay. 
I just, oh, I don't really like tomatoes. That's probably like where all this stems from. Love salsa. Big, big fan of ketchup. Same. Yeah. Don't really know where I stand on people who eat tomatoes as hand fruit. I understand. I support you. You know what I mean? It's what I agree. Okay. Kind of now shifting over to um, Dr. Lloyd, since we don't have, you know, that's actually a good time to do that. Um, This next question is going to involve him, but I'm going to grab my phone really quick to start one of our great segments. So our, our new segment, we're having this interview with Josie. She's our new co-host. She's going to be way more available than Doc ever was uh, to do this. You're He's a very welcome. busy man. Thank you so much. Yes. We greatly appreciate it. But we have a segment where we're just going to try to call him and see if he answers. Because those of you that know him know he does not answer the phone ever. Let's see if he answers. Johnny on the spot here. i got to find his number. Hey. Oh, oh my, my gosh, goodness. you answered. First I can't believe that. Well, I was in between patients. Oh, well, you got lucky. We're, you're on the podcast right now. We, we just did a segment where we try to call you and get you to answer. You, anything you'd like to say to the folks? <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, what, they, what they say about me being hard to get a hold of is completely untrue. That's a lie, folks. I'm not even going to let him spread any more lies. <laughs> Love you, Pops. Fake news. Love you guys. Bye. All right. Well, that worked really well. He actually answered the phone. Dadgummit. All right. Let's get off the topic of him. I can't believe he answered the phone. I was really banking on him. Well, I was actually, if he didn't answer, I was going to turn around and call him from my phone and see if he answered my call. Double, double him up. Uh-huh. He would have he gotten very upset with the double call if he yeah. didn't answer Or the maybe first he one. just didn't want to talk to you and he would have wanted to talk to me. So we would just, you know, wouldn't see. That does happen, believe it or not. Um, okay. Overhead or soft light? This is a big one. Ooh, soft light always. Have to. I get overhead light it's it's so like 2010 it, it tends to make me a little bit done. grumpy i, I don't like like right now it's way too much overhead light even That's in this true. room and it's not even like a lot but it's too much for me i'd rather work in the dark to be honest with you i support that completely work in the dark mm-hmm. okay this is the last one and this is the hardest one putting you on the spot say five nice things about your boss and my boss Ooh, joseph bond I, I actually put some thought into this because this Good was call. one thing you allowed me to yes to prepare yes for. didn't want to surprise you with this one since he yeah. may listen he is has a huge heart for this field and what we do um he's a big idea guy that's the second second thing um he is is the king of coming to with ideas for our team and saying okay how do we make this work mm-hmm. how can we do more how can we expand? How can we help more people? Um, so both of those, he's a good leader. He cares about all of his teammates, um, everyone that works for him. Um, we definitely have a family family feel to us and a culture that's very relational. Um, and that definitely stems from our leadership, which is starts with him. He tells epic dad jokes. Some of the best. Does I mean, he come up with them on his own or does he look them I up? I feel like, you know, Google's a good a good friend. I don't, I don't know. There's some collusion talks. <laughs> oh goodness oh and then the, the the last thing just something about joe i don't know if it's a nice thing but he is the number one customer at jersey mike's he is mm-hmm. I, i've i've actually ran into him like not talked to him gone separate ways to get lunch and we've both ended up at jersey mike's before <laughs> like that's happened on multiple occasions he got he has to fund the place yeah if you can't find him you can pretty much assume that's where he is okay since we've moved is he still frequenting? Oh, he's, you know, it's, I, I hope Jersey Mike's is not listening because that is a fair point. Because um, I bet he's, I bet he's sticking to closer over here, huh? Yeah, he's not a. There's another sandwich place in town. Oh, no. Yeah. But 
He's been a Dirty is Mike it, fan long enough to have is, some grace. Is their mascot a giant red truck? It is indeed. Oh, God. <laughs> Jersey Mike's, they're coming for you. They've got hot soaps. There may be a war <laughs> there in the be. neighborhood. There could be. Josie. What's up? I think we killed it. <laughs> I think we killed we it. I think we did fine. I mean, we've got however long of this is. Are we funny? I mean, I don't care. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I think we're hilarious. I have a good time with myself. I think I'm funny. I mean, whatever. If I you don't, funny. if you don't, I mean, that's your opinion. That's fine. You're tacky and I hate you. Well, I don't like your judgments. <laughs> yeah. Well, fine. If I want to talk to Oprah, I'm going to talk to Oprah. All right. Oprah, please, if you somehow come across this, do not get mad at me. <laughs> like, I, I, nothing but respect. Yeah. When <laughs> she invites me to her um, Maui plantation, she's going to say, but you can't bring that podcast guy that you work with. She's just stupid loaded, isn't she? I mean, like off the charts, right? Like a couple well, yeah. hundred million. She's one of the most influential people in the world. And and did it all herself. Self-made yes. black woman. Yes. In like the 80s and 90s. And so you're upset with me for choosing her? No, no, no. no. I, just because there's <laughs> so many good, not good people, but there's just so many different people throughout history. It just, I, I was expecting you to pick somebody throughout history. That's kind of why I threw that in the question. I didn't really expect you to go, oh yeah, Oprah Winfrey. Hey. I'm Toby Keith. <laughs> I'm just, Toby Keith. I'm just saying. Somebody that's alive and well. I wouldn't choose Toby Keith. I wouldn't. I don't He's think not on would. my secret playlists, by the way, either. Oh, well, suddenly now I'm thinking George, about Red Solo Cup, and then I'm George like, Jones. No. Luke Bryan. Maybe some Luke Bryan. See, I'm just I'm just trying more, to gauge. I'm just trying to modern, gauge your shame country. I'm just trying modern, to gauge. I'm trying to gauge it versus old school. Luke Combs. Yeah. Riley Green. How do you know all these names? Are you a country music fan? No. I mean, I'm not, but I mean, I played baseball, I play golf, so I mean, I just listen to country music all the time. It doesn't swear. Nashville. Yeah, in Nashville, that too. <laughs>